Lamb Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast. My name is Eric, and I am joined with a colorful cast of characters today, some old, some new. First, to my left, Meredith Miles, Director of Communication. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, thrown off a little bit there by uh, <laughs> some Sorry, noises in the tap room. very loud from a lot of chair scooters, so hello, everybody. <laughs> Captain of the ship, Dan Schaefer, head brewer. Ahoy. And we are lucky to be joined today by first time on the podcast, first time, long time, right? Uh, Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie's yeah. What is your uh, official title here, Bonnie? No one really knows. I, I forget it. <laughs> uh, she's a visual marketing and design associate. There it is. <laughs> and <laughs> with Bonnie, the reason Bonnie is here, uh, we'll get into it in a moment. We are talking about a brand new beer to our lineup. We're talking about Chalant, the newest hazy IPA. Brought to you by Land Grant Brewing Company. Dan, take it away. Tell us what Chalon is. Yeah, so this is, uh, if you like Kazaka Blanc, this mm-hmm. is this is the, this ge- is the beer for you. This is the juiced up <laughs> version of that. Um, this is even more thiols. So we took everything that we kind of learned from brewing that and um, applied it to this beer. Uh, Filed so it under. We did. Man, I'm... <laughs> We need to move on, so I'm going to let it go. Six <laughs> percent ABV, 27 IBUs. So, um, uh, Yakima Chief, uh, one of our hop suppliers, has a, a blend that they were advertising as like a thiol-producing um, blend of uh, some cryo hops and uh, Phantasm, which is dried Sauvignon Blanc um, grape skins. And it's like, well, we already have a bunch of cryo hops, so why don't I just get the Sauvignon Blanc? We can Grape skins, and that's what we did. Uh, so that's on the hot side. Cold side, um, we used a combo of uh, Mosaic and Howertau Blanc, which uh, was kind of advertised as a uh, replacement for um, uh, Nelson Sauvin, uh New Zealand hop, which is like the It Boy hop, uh, ridiculously expensive. Very loud, much like the crowd in the tap room. Um, so yeah, um, all of those things combined, and then of course uh, Helio Gazer, our uh, house thiol producing yeast um, that cleaves thiols off of malt and hops, uh, that produces that kind of guava grapefruit, um, particularly jammy grape flavor. And yeah, with our usual kind of uh, hazy base malts, there you go. All of that. Uh, <laughs> Well, I know we mentioned it maybe last week, but talking about we have some new glassware in the tap room. I feel like it's come up every podcast I since do, we've well had it because we're all very excited about it. But it's all—it's really interesting to me because I feel like it um, contributes to the aroma mm-hmm. significantly. Like I feel yeah, like our way. beers are essentially more aromatic in these glasses, which I don't know if that's just a perceived thing or if that's real, but it's definitely um, the first thing I noticed before I even actually took a sip of this beer was it's very strong, but like in a good way. 
I got a little bit of that citrus nose specifically, but in that kind of grapiness too. Yeah, that white grape is really what stands out to me in this for sure. I feel like that's something that's uh, like a lot of like our uh, beers that have that sort of like dry white wine grapey sort of uh, sensation. Mm-hmm. That's really coming out a lot, and especially in the new glassware, but in a lot of our beers, which I really enjoy. So it's great for summer. Bonnie, I know you're not much of a, um, especially like a hop forward beer drinker. What's your take on this one? Uh, I am a layman. <laughs> and whoever is listening to this podcast will probably be mad at me for saying this, but it tastes like a beer. It tastes like it a tastes beer. It tastes like a beer. A, yeah. Nice, juicy beer. Yeah. And that's okay, because that's what we were trying to do. Trying to make a beer that tastes like a beer, I believe, right? Yeah, it's not aggressive. I like it. Yeah, I think that, I think for for it being, you know, a 6% uh, beer, it, it doesn't drink necessarily like one. I like that drying quality. It gives me kind of from like a white wine perspective when you kind of get that nice finish, it makes you go back for another sip. And I feel like it's um, really light in terms of when you're drinking it. it. So I feel like it could be a, a slippery slope. I know we'll get to crushability, but I feel like I, it could sneak up on you a little bit. Yeah. We have been aiming for a little bit more um, lower ABV with yeah. kind of our, our summer IPAs. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Six seems like not like super low or anything, but it does seem like for an IPA to be kind of like on the lower end of our side of things. Mm-hmm. Is that intentional? Yeah, it's um, it's it kind of rides that line between like extra pale ale mm-hmm. and IPA. But if you want someone to have more than one of these in the summer, you know, you're exactly. going to have to give up something. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't feel like it's as much of a sacrifice. I don't think. I think that when you think about you know, juicy, sometimes they, they feel almost like a little heavier, just like the weight of them. And so it being so light, I find it inherently quite drinkable. So I'm going to get down with some chalance. It's going weekend, quick to your, in the tap room too. Like yeah. we're, I think we're on our la- couple last couple half barrels of it. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this. Well, we're brewing more. Oh, we have more of this we coming out. more of this going. So yeah. fantastic. Just, yeah, just packaged uh, more this week. Yep. Okay, great. Well, then don't listen to All that. All more reason. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, we do a crushability on this podcast. We do a crushability yes. scale. So I'm familiar. You are familiar. Yes. Okay. So uh, out of six shallots, how many would you be crushing on a hot Saturday, Sunday, Friday afternoon such as this one? You know, it's patio season, Bonnie. And yeah, sometimes if, I'm, if I'm laying out mm-hmm. in yeah. the sun, I got a good book with me, the sun's starting to set, I could see myself three or four. Okay, it's pretty good. That's pretty good for yeah. me. It is. Yeah, no, that's yeah, really good. I'm not that's much of a beer drinker. Yeah. Well, well as a seasoned beer drinker, <laughs> I was going to say probably, I was going to say about four for myself as I well. I too was going to say four. I think that for me, I mean, like I said, it is a little sneaky because it's a little bit lighter bodied but still flavorful. I feel like uh, it's probably a pretty easy four for me, but it would be dangerous to go past that. So I'm going to stick to yeah. a four as well. Yep, oddly that is exactly what I was going to say. It's hey. maybe a stretch five. Yeah. But um, right, right. You're yeah. Not planning on driving home. Well, you're never planning on driving home, right? Oh. Ring the gong. <laughs> yeah, we're going to round up Bonnie's three or four to a four, yeah, so we can make a that unanimous. a unanimous oh. pressure. Yeah. Okay. Get that Ring bell the bell. Boom, 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 boom. Well, Bonnie, the reason we wanted to invite you on specifically to this episode of the podcast is you're the one that did the label for this beer, yes. did you not? Tell us about what the inspiration was. It was inspired by wine. Um, I wanted it to be very regal and like Art Mm -hmm. Nouveau-y. I was thinking Great Gatsby. I was thinking very early 1900s vintage like design Um, because it's 
it's not it's not nonchalant <laughs> it's very chalant <laughs> so I wanted it to be extravagant and extra and I don't know a little snobbish yeah I think yeah. the thing I like the most about it is because it has the beer itself has sort of that vinous quality of you know grapes vine you thinking wine you're thinking vineyardy you know ivy whatever it might be and I think even though this is an audio medium we always talk about take a look at the album artwork on this episode and you'll be able to see Bonnie's artwork um, I think it really pays off kind of a, a Venice take but with hops kind of in the mix it looks really neat and I think it's also um, it really like what's in the can matches what's outside of the can and I think that's a really cool thing because I know we play and we have a lot of fun on some of our art and it's real kooky or silly but this one it really I think you nailed it it really rims at home I so find I- it to be very whelming Mm. Very whelming. Whelming. <laughs> you know, it's funny about the Chalant part. We were talking about this. Um, we have a variety of ways we name beers, and sometimes they're derived from really clever uh, names that the production team comes up with based on ingredients. Sometimes they're just silly ideas. Sometimes the name comes before the beer itself. When we were talking about beers this year. I was talking about a meme I'd seen that was someone saying, like, I wish I could be all nonchalant like a lot of people but unfortunately I'm chalant AF and it made me laugh because chalant is not actually a word like for nonchalant being a word right, right. chalant not really being a word it's like yeah what what is chalant other than not nonchalant <laughs> and it became a whole conversation and therefore where we landed on a name but I really think that Bonnie nailed it with the not nonchalant design that she it's she funny like with. listen to people try to order this beer at the bar too like chalant chalant Ch- challenge I'm so challenge. excited to hear people <laughs> trying to pronounce it uh, I'm, Bonnie I'm curious because I actually don't even know when you are designing a beer coming up with an idea is, does Dan let you try a sample of it are you just going off of his notes like what's the inspiration like what what is like kind of generally the uh, like how do you run with the theme Honestly, I didn't try this beer before I made the design. Mm-hmm. Um, Walt, our creative director, usually gives me some direction, and then I just run with it. Okay. I think we were referring to it as a like a white yeah. wine hazy at one point too, yeah, yeah. and I think sometimes that description alone is sort of like yeah. see what see what happens, you know, kind of thing. Because when the name isn't necessarily. I don't know, like, let me squeeze past you is one of those things that's like, oh, Walt had a very clear idea of this little lime guy squeezing through, you know, the whole bit. Yeah. Whereas with this, it's sort of open-ended, given that Chalant doesn't actually mean anything, and it's a white wine hazy, so I sort of see what comes out. Yeah. What are your, some of your favorite designs that you've done for us? Some of the ones that you're most proud of? Um, I really like Easy Tiger. That one's mm. oh, I yeah. think up there, my favorites. Um. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I also liked Retroverse, if you mm-hmm. guys remember that one, too. One of my favorite beers we've done. I really fun. wish that beer would come back. Yeah. yeah talk to Victor about that. Two of my favorite uh, Bonnie designs are actually both of the Jenny's beers, the last two Jenny's beers we've done. Oh, yeah. I thought last year when we did the Milkshake IPA, oh which we talked God. about recently, had cute little strawberries sort of like dancing and drinking milkshakes, that kind of thing, just kind of very whimsy. Um, and I think this year it was really cool um, behind the sort of – jammy strawberry jammy at the forefront was a really cool kind of yeah like a kaleidoscope look of ice cream and beer and stuff like that i just think it's really neat especially to see um sort of with little to no often guidance you know or something like that just seeing what people come up with because i'm not a 
I'm not a visual creator, and I just feel like it's such an impressive thing to see the things you guys can just like knock out on a whim. It's pretty awesome. Dan, when you're when you're brewing a beer uh, and like it's the first step, do you have it in mind sometimes like what the brand would look like, and does it ever like match up with your like what you kind of like visualize when you're brewing it or when you're coming up with a recipe? Usually a rough, very bad idea. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so, that is correct. That's awesome. Um, as I have said, uh, usually there's there's some something very dumb and amusing to myself that I will use as the working title for a beer, um, and it'll stay that way in our system until someone is smart enough to catch on <laughs> to, and to change it. Or sometimes it. they stick. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before, but when you did your mashups of like head-to-head hot beers like we talked about Kazaka Blanc yeah, yeah. Um, or El Bravado. El Bravado and some things like that I think yeah. it's I think some of those clever names are exactly where they should be you know I saw recently there's Stouty Mixed Out Face <laughs> <laughs> are you the genius behind that um, that would be correct. <laughs> it sounds I like a Dan the, the, loved um, it. the working title for um, the library collab uh, the um, Red Ale was originally Malty McMalt face, and I got <laughs> I got over overruled. When I'm like, well, I'm just gonna keep plugging away at this <laughs> until it sticks. One day so. it'll stick. I feel like I can envision that character, like Stouty McStout face. Like everybody kind of probably has an interpretation of that. Oh, I'm uh, yeah. Yeah, Bonnie's visual brain is in I'm overdrive. Going with uh, like a rubber hose early. Uh, early 1900s like mickey mouse mm-hmm. cartoon cuphead <laughs> like i feel like subliminally branding has like a lot to do with like sometimes like the impact or the reception of a beer on your palate too like mm-hmm. i mean like like ipas generally always have like a green sort of like palette to them when they're like branding them but they're never actually green when you're drinking them but whenever i see like a really green label i'm thinking oh it's hoppier sure yeah and yeah so that it always has like a power to it in some way or some fashion or yeah, another so i, I think always so. think about that from like a so i try to like you know from a brewer's perspective or from a branding or marketing person's perspective like what they use or what tools you use to kind of like bring forth what you're trying to get out of yeah i think one of it's the just, it's an interesting thing one of the beers we have on right now that's a taproom exclusive just tapped yesterday as part of um our Let's Give program. It's it's sort of paying homage to our friends at Stonewall Columbus who are our June partners. Um, CZ PZ, which is literally C-Z-P-Z as in the letters. And what I think is so great about that is when I was talking about, you know, a sessioned Czech Pilsner, it's like CZ, you think of Czech, basically, and then it's a light session version. What is it, like 3%? 3.5%? Yeah, something 3.4, like yeah. So something like that that's so, like, easy drinking it just it does a lot like for four letters <laughs> in a name it does quite a lot and accomplishes kind of communicating exactly what it is to your point eric it's sort of what you see and what you're expecting you kind of it satisfies both parts of the equation very cool does anybody have any closing thoughts on this delicious shallot Mine's i will gone. just say that it's funny you're thinking about grape skins like do those grape skins dan are they coming they're coming before they're made into wine or are they coming after they're made like for wine after after it's okay. like oh cool they found a way to uh monetize the leftover bits yeah i mean listen nice. it yeah it makes sense to me but i forget i think it was um walt and i were talking about it because we would t- refer to them originally as like wine skins which i mean is what they are but also as like wine skins it doesn't sound quite like the uh, like a grape skin i get wine skin is a little bit more of a huh that makes me head feel scratcher. weird. So yeah, we stuck with grape skins. I think in um, wine some of our skin makes me feel weird. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. 
feels like ants crawling on my skin. <laughs> Aren't well? wineskins those leather satchels that hippies drink out of? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, those are cool. No offense to shout out to the our, hippies. Uh, no offense to our <laughs> hippie listeners, but um, <laughs> cool. Yeah, not, not only did they they manage to monetize it, but there's actually it's they're not easy to get and quite expensive. Yeah. So good for them, I guess. Yeah, our, uh, I mean, I but I, do, I think it is friends. really interesting what a wine-like character they can give, especially to something like a beer. So it's cool. I'm into it. Well, in the absence of one Walt Keys, Meredith, did you do us the honors of giving us this week's rundown it for the be, tap room? It would be an honor and a privilege. I hope I do my friend Walt uh, justice here. So, obviously, we all know beer garden season's in full swing. Yes, it uh, is. We have gotten through. If you if you came out to Jenny's Strawberry Jam a few weeks ago, thanks so much. But we have a lot of fun stuff to look forward to as well. So, if you're listening at the time of release on Thursday, June 8th, um, we actually have a, a very interesting... Um, arrangement set up uh, at four o'clock today. Uh, one of the singers from the band All Time Low will be playing three acoustic songs on our stage at 4 p.m. It is technically open to the public. They have an experience that they've set up with iHeartMedia and our friends at Experience Columbus, um, but they're in town for a show. So uh, that'll be a really neat thing happening kind of this afternoon in our beer garden. And that will precede our live music series, which is every Thursday uh, with the Cedar Brothers hitting the stage around 6 p.m. So come on down for that. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Franklinton Friday with the redo. Um, basically, our, our pal DJ O'Sharp is coming um, you know, with his crew from the Freshest Events, and they're doing an all-vinyl set to move and groove to the sounds of the beer garden. Uh, we love our friends at the Freshest Events. They really put on a great show, and they bring out some of the hottest DJs we've got in the city. So make sure you come on down. Speaking of hot DJs in the city, uh, last week we announced a partnership with a uh, sort of Columbus native and local legend in the um, independent hip-hop community, Jay Rawls. He is reviving his Salve uh, series, we'll call it, and he is bringing it to the land-grant stage. So we will be having a, um, a pretty wild summer when it comes to Salve. Uh, it is sort of a combination of we'll call it Brazilian flavors. Uh, it was all inspired by his trips and, and travels to Brazil. And it's really something that's intended to kind of keep you up, dancing, moving, and grooving. So everything from Brazilian house, funk, reggae, jazz, dance, disco, Afrobeat, soul, everything, you name it. He's got it going on. Um, this summer, he's bringing four nights of those free outdoor DJ sets to the beer garden. Uh, he'll be headlining our first one, which is this Saturday, starting at 8.30. And then in July, we will have uh, Talib Kweli, who is a very well-known uh, hip-hop artist from the late 90s in the independent hip-hop scene. Uh, he will be here DJing on July 8th. And then on August 12th, we're welcoming headliner DJ Center. And then September 9th, Rich Medina will be our headliner for Salve as well. So if you're uh, in the neighborhood, you definitely want to come on down, bring your dancing shoes. Party starts at 8.30, and Jay Rawls is our headliner for this Saturday. Um, Sunday, we don't actually have any events, which is very unusual for us. But Sundays are a good recovery day because you're going to be here dancing Friday. You're going to be here dancing Saturday. So on Sunday, if you're in the neighborhood, come on down, relax in the beer garden. Or if you're um, in our neighborhood for the Columbus Arts Festival, make sure you pop on over to the beer garden and uh, try a chalant. Try a couple of uh, our other perfect beer garden weather selections. Uh, get some Ray Rays, get some Mikey's Late Night Slice. 
every Monday we welcome our friends from Fleet Feet Columbus uh, for a run club at 6 p.m. It's a pretty low-key situation. You show up, you can do it's typically around a four-mile run. You loop, you start and end here, but there's also a halfway turnback point that if that is too much for you, you can basically do like about a mile and a half, two miles or so. Uh, likewise, on Mondays, we also welcome Cornhole League from our friends at GoCornhole.com. We're getting ready to start a new season this um, week. So if you are interested in playing, check out GoCornhole.com for more info. And if you don't make it into this league, we will have a fall league that's kicking off um, in about two months. Next up, where are we at? Tuesday, Trivia and a Movie Night. Our, our pal Travis is always hosting uh, his hilarious pop culture trivia every Tuesday at 6.30, which is then followed by a movie on a big beer garden big screen. As you guys probably know, if you make it to this part of the podcast every week, technically to keep the movies free, we can't tell you we the name of the podcast. used to give good hints, though. But we can give good hints. <laughs> Eric, I'll I don't have a good hint you. for this I, one, though. I feel like uh, this, this movie we have coming up is... There's it's really funny. How old do you have to be to drink beer? Uh, well, 21. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And that might be how the name of the movie starts. Yeah. And uh, we, <laughs> <this> is, <I laughs> it's, not, it's not pilots. It's, um, let's see. It's, it's based off an old TV show with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that. This is a funny movie. Very funny. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like if you're hit and play on this podcast, you're opting in. Yeah, I, that's true. That's true. It's 21 I mean, Jump Street. <laughs> uh, it's 21 Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> Really I was gonna like technically list the actors. Technically, in it. the yeah. rules are if someone asks, we can answer. So right, theoretically, right. I should have said, "Hey Eric, what movie is this week?" Uh, and you could have just said, "Fair enough, fair enough." Twenty one. Yeah. Hey Eric, what's the name <laughs> of the movie this week? Twenty one Jump Street. Jonah oh, Hill, wow. Channing Tatum. Great. Twenty twelve movie. I believe twenty twelve. It's really it. We've cracked the code finally. <laughs> <laughs> it took us all this time. Although I do think it's really fun if you uh, if you know how to dial a, a phone number on your phone, which a lot of us don't do I, these yeah, days. Not at all. I if, you, if you dial three one three L G movie, you'll get our land grant movie phone, and it will be a little robo voice that will tell you the name of the movie you want to see. So that's a that's a fun little doodad that you can show your friends before you come down to trivia and a movie night every Tuesday. And then lastly, this Wednesday, uh, COSI, our pals at COSI down the street, they're hosting um, Science Trivia at 6 p.m., and you can win COSI After Dark passes and grab dinner from Two Fat Indians, which sounds like a nice little Wednesday night to me. Uh, we love welcoming our friends from COSI out. Every, on the second Wednesday of every month, they'll be here um, doing some science trivia and getting passes to After Dark. It's a win-win win. So win-win-win. come on down. Next week, Eric, what are we talking about? What's what's the podcast got lined up? Oh, we got a beer that we just actually tapped in the tap room here this week. It's one of my current favorites in our lineup. We're going to be talking about a West Coast IPA, a new West Coast IPA called Frothed. Frothed. Super tasty. I'm yeah. excited to talk about it next week. Sounds good. I guess on that note, we'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Same position on your radio dial. <laughs> or your podcast. Or your podcast. I don't know, download screen, something like that. Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next week. And please remember to come down, tip your bartenders. Cheers, y'all. That's it. Cheers. Cheers. Yay.